Good morning, Houston of FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is Bruce Wicker, an industry advisor. Bruce, how you doing? I'm great. Good to hear you, voice, Kemp. It's been too long. It's 13 <laughs> months ago. It was the last time we did a podcast. We were wringing our hands, talking about stress tests, and now we're on the other side, and let's run through that. It was a V. Flooring sales you know, started to recover, especially on the residential side in the third quarter. And in Q1 2021, talking to the NFA members and retailers, it's up as much as 20% with a lot of them. So this is an exciting time, especially if in the residential side of the business. Isn't that a shock to, to see where we've come? Yeah, we all know the commercial story is different, but we can talk a little bit about that. I mean, I think yeah. we're starting to see a recovery there coming. Yeah. But the residential side, is that, that V-shape was much faster. That spring back was absolutely amazing. Clearly, big boxes have been favored in that. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. But uh, it's terrific. And, and you know, part of that revenue line increase is also price. So yeah. while we've got demand going on, we've got price helping boost out a little bit, don't we? And we do. That's an inflation word that everybody's worried about. Before we get any further into this, Bruce, you, you've been in this business a long time. Your former CEO at Haynes did that for about 11 and a half years. And then for the last little while, you've been the interim CEO at Virginia Tile and a board member. So you've been helping them build a team over there. You've also done advisory roles with the NWFA, definitely plugged in. And I guess now this Virginia Tile thing is kind of on the tail end and you're going back into more of an advisory role, right? Yep, we've got a CEO, so I found a replacement. Got a great team, premier tile distributor in the Midwest, and I predict they'll double in size. I'm very bullish on the company. It's a great company. But yeah, I'm winding down, be over in about another week, and then I'll just be starting the advisory work again. So life is good. And trade shows are starting to ramp back up. I'll probably see you in Germany at Domatex. I'm looking forward to going to that one. Yeah, I'll be in Domatex. I'll be at Coverings and NWFA. I think it's great they pull those two shows together. They're going to give surfaces a skip this year. Yeah. The last time we saw each other was Domatex Atlanta. Right. When we did a panel with Tim yeah. and Pete and myself. That's right. So one of the reasons I, I wanted to catch up with you, there's been a lot of changes in distribution. I don't know if you saw. Right. I did an interview, a Focus on Leader Print interview, in our April issue with Jeff Hamer with Gallagher. It was a really good interview. He, he brought up some of the things that are going on. And since you spent 12 years or so at Haynes, I thought it'd be good to talk to you. Talk about what you're seeing there. Well, you know, when I began at Haynes to now, I mean, the number of distributors is a lot smaller number than it was. Yeah. We've been talking about consolidation for a long time. You've seen E.J. Welsh making moves. Jeff selling his business to private equity. Sawmill Capital just bought a tile company in New York called Nemo. Yeah. And of course, the biggest surprise of all isn't necessarily a consolidation move, which is Florin Decor buying Spartan. If you look at the installation side, you got companies like ILG and ADG. I mean, they're gobbling up on the installation side. I mean, ADG has uh, made 17 acquisitions since 2016, nine in the last two years, and one just a month ago. Right. What I see is you've got owners who are looking at the trends and thinking about their options. And, of course, we've always had succession overhanging. But meanwhile, the thing that's going on right now is there's a lot of cash. There's cash looking for a home to invest. So you've got the coming together of these two forces of owners and buyers, and I think we're going to see some more things and probably some more surprising things. On this distribution thing, real quick, we see where Michael Howell Valley Floor and and Armstrong, and uh, just recently we ran a story on Mannington and DPI. I talked to Mannington and executive there recently, 
And he says, Kemp, you know, if I look at my business, he said, the best performing regions in my business are the distribution ones. I mean, if we've got a distributor in an area that's engaged with us and doing a good job, it's some of the best business we have. So, you know, it's not that it's out of fashion. It's just that I think there are some distributors that are going more private label and they're just keeping that partnership on that old brand and not really building on it. And I think that's where the erosion comes, don't you think? Yeah, the manufacturer always wants more focus. Yeah, The distributor wants to please their customer. And the manufacturer may not always have all the things the distributor needs. And then it has things the distributor has to buy that it doesn't want. So it's kind of a, a tricky relationship all the time. What I saw back in 2018 and 19 was the beginning of this trend towards selling more direct. When I talked to manufacturers as recently as yesterday, but over the last three plus years, there are fewer distributors. They are moving towards private label distributors. And the manufacturers are trying to find ways to gain share and finding their way within a crowded field. You know, LVT has been part of the reason for that. You get a product category that's bursting at the seams. You get a lot of sources of supply for that. You get distributors chasing that, and you know, justifiably so. So a mainstream manufacturer who might be making products which are in decline oftentimes, everyone's looking to do what's best for their business, and it pulls them apart farther than what you would normally see. Being an Armstrong distributor, when I started with Haynes, I mean, Armstrong's core competency was its distribution network nationwide, the biggest and the best. And look where it is today. It's incredible the amount of change. The word hybrid is the word I use. I think that's really what's going on. Manufacturers have a combination of working with distributors who do very well with them, strong partnerships, and then when they don't see those partnerships working well, you know, they go direct, and they're finding ways to solve the logistics issues and invest in salespeople. You mentioned a minute ago about this floor and decor in Spartan. I mean, that's the latest and newest one, and that's on the commercial side of the business. That's going to be an interesting one to watch, don't you think? Gosh, yeah. You know, many of us know Kevin. Uh, It was a bit surprising that he sold the business. As as he said, it's kind of a double-edged sword for him. For floor and decor, strategically, you know, as I said, you know, they're after the commercial market. I mean, when you look at the big boxes in floor and decor, they're not big in the new home construction. They're not big in the commercial side at all. It makes sense when you think about it, but probably none of us were thinking of it. That's right. Uh, But it was a pretty bold move. And, and, And Spartan isn't exactly the traditional distributor. I mean, they started off looking more like an agent and morphed into a distribution company and started having warehouses and inventory and all that, and they grew quite successfully. I think it points out that there's strategies in the value chain at, at all levels, retail, distribution, manufacturing, and you've got private equity looking for where to make investments. I think that some of the things we can't see will all of a sudden pop up and surprise us, and this is the biggest surprise of all. The one thing we're watching, because, you know, it's a big part of our readership, is what's going on with the independent retail. Yeah, that's about half of our readership. Vance Bell recently did an interview with him, and he said that's our focus is to support the independent retailer. He went on to mention that Berkshire Hathaway has that same philosophy about supporting these family businesses, these entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. businesses. Mm -hmm. And you start looking at what happened with COVID, and you got to wonder, this home center jump, is that right. because of COVID, or is that a trend? I mentioned Gallagher's interview in April. He said that he thought 50% of what's sold at retail replacement 
comes from the home centers, which included flooring decor and lumber liquidators. So that's a big number. I would agree with that number. I, I refer to them as mega flooring retailers collectively. In general, I'd say that's probably about right. So I always used to look at it before all this happened is if GDP was growing two, flooring was going three, mm-hmm. the big boxes would grow four to five, mm-hmm. and the independents would grow one to two which meant some independents were growing 5 and 10, and others were on the decline. That was kind of the normal. COVID changed that, some of it temporary, some of it permanent, because once the customer gets used to buying in a big box or a mega retailer, that change can become more permanent, plus the technology that they use in the advertising. I think what's happened is, is they would normally grow 200 basis points faster than whatever the rate was for independents collectively, and now that's that's probably doubled. It's a trend that was already there and yeah. very quite clear, but now it's accelerated. I, I, I do think that the independents are getting some of that business back now, yeah. but they won't get it all back. Yeah. Well, it just depends. If you DIY, that may be an option, but if it's do it for me, then I think you're best served with an advisor and with somebody uh, that's got yeah. insulation. Absolutely. Yeah. It's true for distribution. It is true for the dealers. I, I certainly don't believe that we're talking about dinosaurs by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. There are very successful companies that are going to grow. There's a market, there's a customer segment that needs them and wants them, right. and there always will be. But you are seeing erosion on the fringes yeah. in the DIY. If they creep into the commercial side and the new builder side, that's a whole other matter. I mean, if you start seeing big boxes buying ILG or ADG, then we're starting to look at something altogether different. That's the kind of surprise that I'm speaking of. Well, I was going to mention our annual report, but we're out of time. We'll have to do that again, so maybe we can pick this up about a month. We just came out with our May issue, our annual report. It's great to catch up with you. Again, been talking to Bruce Wicker, an industry consultant, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloorDaily.net.